Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Hello there and welcome back to Post-Production Podcast. My name is Rachel. My name's Kiri. And if you're new here, this is a podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about production generally. Yes, video production, music production. We've gotten into that a little bit. Theater production. We've talked about books and YouTube and everything. Everything in between. We both have a lot of experience making things in media production. Rachel, what productions have you done this week? Oh, man. This week has been a doozy in terms of production. This week, we had our final meeting for the short film that I'm producing. Oh, yeah. So we did a quick check-in this week just to talk about the next few weeks of what are we need to doing and... <laughs> and I feel that. <laughs> what do we need to do in terms of set? So it's sort of just a logistical run-through before we all go home for two months of break. It's crazy. Gotta keep gotta keep you safe from people. Indeed. <laughs> my production week has been relatively light. At my job we are testing the new speakers in our new event center and yesterday we just kind of made sure everything was up and running and working correctly and to calibrate the speakers we had a guy come and do a thing on the computer that made the speakers go whoop just like that like over and over again and that kind of tells the speakers how loud they need to be and it kind of measures the size of the room and all the things in it like how the sound is bouncing off of them it, it was crazy and really cool and really loud no kidding and we also had a bunch of uncompressed audio files of various songs that have a wide variety of sounds and a, of just a wide range of frequencies and I have a new appreciation for Billie Eilish because her songs are just crazy because uh, just on a whole other level because they use so many different unique sounds and there's just a wide range of well of frequencies and that makes it really fun to practice on and mix and test speakers with yeah I watched like seven interviews of her and her brother who's producer today oh Phineas because yeah like I was like wow this is incredible that's pretty much been it my week we don't have any big shows coming up because we're still under construction and you know people are protecting themselves from big events and things but right the time will come soon hopefully well and speaking of Billie Eilish and her brother haha what a segue where are you going with this well speaking of Billie Eilish I am Billie Eilish (laughs) Just kidding. But I definitely felt like the pair of them this last week because I have spent probably a good combination of 10 hours in Logic Pro X working on final projects for some of my music classes. I spent four hours mixing and layering synths and pads. I definitely wanted to be a pile of dust on the ground by the time (laughs) I left the lab. Is it original music? Not this week. I was going to go the original route, but 
but between working on some of my own music and scoring a film for a friend of mine, I'm kind of burned out on original music right now. Yeah. So I decided I would just give myself a pass and I'd cover a Lovely the Band song and call it good for now. Cool. Well, in the midst of all the productions we do, some things make the cut and end up being really good and we pursue them and keep going with it. But there are a lot of things that don't even make it past the idea phase. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of bad ideas. <laughs> they just have to get get gone. I think I probably have more bad ideas than you. I'm just going to say it because I've I've dabbled more in the the script writing and creating YouTube channels and things like that. That side of things and oh boy, like there are so many scripts that I've just had to <laughs> set aside because there's there's just nothing mm-hmm. to them. I'll have ideas and put them on a document and it doesn't get any further than that. Right. So, not necessarily because they're bad, but because I just don't have the brain power to keep going with it. Or like some ideas are just like you can't flesh them out into a, a series of videos or a, a TV series or a movie or whatever. That's something to consider as you're coming up with ideas of like, can I make this longer than an idea? Mm-hmm. Can I make a, a sensible plot out of it? Yeah, I mean, between... Just the volatile nature of creativity, essentially, like how many ideas can you produce before you're burned out? And the fact that just some ideas are super great in theory, and then it's really, really hard to flesh out logistics and sustainability and marketability and stuff like that. There are definitely a lot of ideas, at least that I've been privy to, and I know that like, you know, you have gone through pitches, etc., that are similar, where it's just a great idea at first and then and eventually you have to leave most of it on the cutting room floor, which really stinks. <laughs> yeah. So in college, I helped lead a sketch comedy group. It was a, a YouTube channel called Error 404 Show Not Found. Because, like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. Uh, we didn't do very much because we didn't have very many resources or very many people. But we had lots of ideas. And I still have the Google Drive folder from those original creators. So it was it was four of us involved in this. Five if you count our professor sponsor. It was kind of his brainchild, really. And then the four of us all had like various classes and practicums that could coincide with this project. So we just started a Google Drive document and dumped our ideas in there. And all of these are documents with like a title and a summary. And that's it. The first one is hashtag profs are people too <laughs> and then it says we're, we're going to interview various professors around the school and literally just talk to them about their lives ask them things like what was your major when you first entered college did you ever see yourself becoming a professor do you have any hidden talents we could maybe even play a quick game with them the mission here is to portray the professors as actual people which is something our target audience tends to have a hard time seeing <laughs> and then this one called always asleep guy this dude is always taking a nap. Er, wait, crap, he's actually dead. Sorry, that was the entire description. Honestly, that's my housemates with me, and every time they come home to find me asleep on always the couch, asleep girl. on top of my homework yet again. <laughs> Maybe it was supposed to be like a superhero parody or something like that. That's hilarious. Honestly, though, have you ever had those fever dreams where you just like wake up and you're like, oh, I have a great idea. And you like write it down somewhere and then go back to sleep. 
And then the next day you wake up and read it and you're like, what does this even mean? (laughs) That description stinks of that kind of idea. (laughs) Yeah. See, I I don't even have the wherewithal waking up in the middle of the night to actually write something down. (laughs) Maybe I write something down in my dream if I think it's a good idea, but it's probably best it stays in dreamland. Fair. Title, Poor Judgment Pranks. Description. Here are some stupid and ineffective pranks. Yawn. Okay, here's a much more aggressive prank. Oh, sorry that people actually died. What is with all these people in death? I don't even know. Comedy, but make it all death. (laughs) It's not funny. Title, ball is not life. Description, we use old footage of our school's basketball, soccer, slash sport games while announcers, who are very unfamiliar with the sport, tell the viewers what's going on as best they can. I still think that's a good idea. I do too. And I thought it would be great as a as a sketch, but Darren said no. I, I don't even remember why. Probably something to do with copyright. And, and well, we wouldn't yeah. want to disgrace the great and godly sport of basketball. No. Yeah, the idea was Lastra and I would work together as the announcers and just probably improv over footage of basketball and just be completely ridiculous about it. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the look at the ball go! Yay! It's it. The, welcome to a game of bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah, maybe See, this, this does is this was why it was a bad idea. Uh, yeah, maybe this does improv is not my strength. <laughs> Yeah, and when I say Lastra, I mean Chris Lastra. He was the co-creator of Era 404, and he wrote a lot of the original scripts, some of which have actually been finished and produced and put up on the on the channel. So y'all should check it out. This document is full of band names. Oh, I have some band names for you. Hit me. Okay, so one of my favorite hobbies, and the people in my life have had to put up with this for over a year now, is I love to come up with bad random phrases that I think would be a great title for a random indie band. Like the kind of band that would open for a band that no one's heard of. Right, yeah. Here's what I've got. Electric mustache. Mouse in seaweed. Group doodle. Post no bills with a Z. Routine rinsing. Visible spiders. Rachel and the Nose. (laughs) Bend the Rules with a Z. I don't know what's with me and Zs. Married but Bros. (laughs) The Justice Mantises. Lizards with FOMO. Housefly in Toothpaste. Space for Lease. The Funky Alternative. (laughs) Racing Trains. Pale Pencil. Tipsy in Missouri. Freak hammock accident, subpar swamp frog, <laughs> and finally the creation I came up with in the middle of the night the other night: analog eyebrows. I think Tipsy in Missouri is my favorite. Right, that, that was your finsta handle for a while. It, it was. Well, yeah, she rotates through each of these for her finsta. So if you if you look all of those up in the search bar, you'll find one of them. And that will be her finsta, and she will not let you follow her no matter how nicely you ask. True. These band names, we have Paper Jams Band, Junk Garbage Band, Little Kid Band, and Vera Forever. None of those were good. None of them Even were my good bad ideas are better than those ideas. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Or maybe these were types of bands that they wanted. How do you come up with those names? I don't know. A lot of them 
I'll like read. Okay, so for instance, post no bills. Like I literally just saw a sign that said that when I was traveling. Or routine rinsing. I was at the dentist. Yep. Let's see. Housefly and toothpaste. My friend got annoyed with his sweet mate. So he killed a fly and then put the fly in his housemate's toothpaste tube. Stuff like that. That's disgusting. Oh, it's gross. Um, Subpar swamp frog. I called someone that. And then I was like, that has a great ring to it. <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your best insult? Oh, I have many. Did you ever read the Redwall books growing up? Apparently not. So the Redwall books are essentially just a bunch of almost medieval era stories about a bunch of animals in the forest. And one of my favorite parts of the Redwall books is they frequently have insult battles where they play with alliteration and consonants. So they'll be like, you You subpar swamp frog. Exactly. (laughs) They'll just come up with like 25 adjectives and adverbs that all start with V. Like, you voracious, uh, voracious, verifiable vermin. Incredible. Amazing. (laughs) Anyways, insult battles. They're really good if you're good at spontaneous (laughs) alliteration. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm not like I so like if I get like cat called or something, those guys always hear like F off and get the finger and all that kind of stuff all the time. I want to say something that will stick with them. So I'll say stuff like you subpar swamp frog. Well, yeah, that or like you'll never live up to your potential. Dang, <laughs> that's a zinger. <laughs> you will never fill the hole in your heart, you know. Wow. Yeah, just to something that will that will make them think. Or you're a freak hammock accident. Yeah, I'm probably going to use that. Or just something really weird. Like there's always that that Tumblr post that talks about telling someone, I'm going to steal your teeth. Like that. True. (laughs) That would stick with them. I'm going to cut your kneecaps into quarters and then snort them. Or if someone is overly egotistical, I'll say something like, you're the kind of person who revs their engine at the (laughs) drive-thru. True. That that is actually something that I have seen before. I was in the drive-thru at like a McDonald's or something and some sports car in front of me was just going and we were completely stopped and I'm just like, what the heck? Hey, anything to compensate. Anyways, I have another bad idea that I thought you would appreciate. Okay. So I have gone through my Google Drive in anticipation of this episode Mm -hmm. and I found a document from 2018 that looked to be a promising bad idea. Incredible. It's called... Two-part script. Is it in two parts? It's blank. It's a blank document. Wow. It's such a bad idea that we'll never even know what it was. (laughs) Here's next on the, the 404 rejects list. Title, dorm room drama. Description, two roommates have some issues with each other. That's it. That's it. That's it. Title, epic office rage quits. Oh my goodness. These just keep sounding more and more like, bruh. Description. Aren't offices great? Why not take out your frustration on a bunch of inanimate objects? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. (laughs) Again, I have questions. Although Epic Office Rage Quit sounds like a YouTube channel. It does. Or a band name. Epic Office Rage Quits. Yes. Band name. I love it. Title. For science. Description, we'll ask people if they're willing to let us do stuff for science. Maybe sciencey stuff or not. We're still doing it for science. 
I love that. So you just like walk up to someone, you're like, hey, this is really important for society. Can I please shave off one eyebrow for science? We want to see if it'll grow back weird. Oh, this one. Yeah, so so the guy who came up with this idea was very insistent on actually making this, and it never happened, and I'm kind of glad. Title, Fountain Bathing. Excuse me? Fountain Bathing. Description, found a fountain? Seems like a great place for a swim. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. He wanted to do it in the mall. I have secondhand embarrassment. Like, we even ordered like a bunch of rubber duckies for this occasion. <laughs> like it, it almost was a real thing that happened. I never saw any of the rubber duckies or anything. I think the rubber duckies went home with a student who graduated and lives like halfway across the country or something. Sad. So no more rubber duckies for you. We could have used them for so many things too. Yeah. Speaking of ducks, this, <laughs> this next one, title, get ducked. Oh, description. Everyone's day improves when a box of ducks gets dumped on their head. You get to keep a duck if you let us use your footage. So I guess that's where why we got the rubber ducks. <laughs> and then we wanted to use them for the fountain bathing. I don't remember this idea. Although that, that is that's, kind of a... That's actually a hilarious way to obtain publishing consent. Yeah. Like, we're, we're just going to walk up behind you and dump a bunch of ducks on you. I think that was the idea. This came from a, a college male's head, and you can really tell. You can really tell. Yeah. <laughs> Where are all of my ideas? Title, Imaginary College. <sighs> Description, not finding what you want from current colleges and universities. Why not make up your own? <sighs> this is like people who create their own major. Yeah, like you and your music communication. Music communication? Music communication. Music communication. Music communication. It's actually called a double degree, thank you very much. I thought it was called a dual degree. Or sorry, dual degree. She duels. I just found an old novel draft. <laughs> what does it say? I don't know. See, you keep everything on your Google Drive. I just kept everything like in individual computers. I don't think I even started using Google Drive until college. What's it's it about? Too. Oh, wow. Progress. How old is it? 2018. Ah. Oh, that's like recent enough that it's yeah. still... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this was a novel idea. Back when I thought that like communication through long form writing was going to be my thing. Mm -hmm. It's called The Aerial Scavengers. What did the I wrote scavengers this do? apparently in the middle of my senior year, and I have legitimately no recollection of it. <laughs> senior year of high school is a wild and crazy time, usually. It was. Know? But this is like, it's a long document. Like How long is 30 it? pages. Wow. So I got some stuff done and have no recollection of it. <laughs> Anyways, I'll read you an stuff excerpt. Done for no reward. I didn't even contact my publisher before I gave up on this idea, but right. I think we're about to find out why I gave up on the idea. <laughs> the engines of the airship strained, sputtering and crackling, doing everything they could to pull them ahead. Ooh. That's not even proper grammar. Is this sci-fi? Uh, Yeah, kind of. Cool. Sweat poured from the forehead of the captain as he struggled to Gross. keep control of the ship. Pretty sure that's passive voice. Captain, the voice called from below the wooden flight deck. What? <laughs> Again. Okay, all three of these have had major grammatical errors. <laughs> A pudgy face appeared, brow creased with anxiety. 
I'm doing all I can, but I fear they will catch us before we reach safety. With the look of resignation, his gaze turned to the fast approaching airship. Then make preparations, we're about to have company, the captain spoke slowly, watching the aerial scavengers race towards them. Captain Alexander was, as he thought himself to be, <laughs> a simple person. <laughs> At 15 years old, however, that was not how others saw him. Oh my. He was the youngest captain in the skies, extremely cunning and brave to a fault. Oh no. He had inherited his ship, the Whispering Wind, <laughs> from his father, a tradesman. After his father's mysterious disappearance, always, Alexander opted for a livelier alternative. He became an aerial scavenger. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, my dad disappeared. What do I do? You know what? I'm just going to leave the planet. I'm going to be a pirate with planes. Yep. He became an aerial scavenger. And then I switched tenses. Through generations, the scavengers have plundered whatever they could lay their hands on. Oh, dear. Wow. I've come really far in two and a half years. It was a life full of adventure and danger. Alexander's first mate, Mr. Smith, had been a friend of his father's and did whatever he could to keep him from killing himself doing something incredibly dangerous. Naturally, he had his work cut out from him. From him? From him. Oh, no. Anyways, so the rest of the document is... Just the adventures of Captain Alexander, a.k.a. some pimply 15-year-old. And now that I'm older, I realize how much a 15-year-old boy could not pilot a ship. Uh, I think the legal age to become, to get a pilot's license is 15, <laughs> which is a terrifying <laughs> thought. The rest of the document is him going through very stereotypical scenarios where he picks out his crewmates. Ah. He finds a pickpocket in some random town square and is like, you're really talented. Put your talents to better use. Come fly the skies with me, baby. Oh. What not, what not. So, um, that should be your new pickup line. And then they... Um, come fly the skies with me, baby. And then I also come up with some fascinating names for the various towns and people. Ah, world building. The inhabitants of the floating islands scattered across Elsevier, a place called Port Nal, N-A-L. <laughs> this section. Uh, so he's talking to the pickpocket. She's like, no, I'm not going to come on your ship. That's dumb. Alex was stunned. After all, no one just walked away from Captain Alexander Lowell, L-A-W-L. <laughs> At that moment, he knew something was wrong. Years of pickpockets had taught him to keep on his toes. Wait. What? Wait, is his last name literally L-A-W-L? Yeah! <laughs> Lowell. Captain Lowell. <laughs> like an annoying person trying to say LOL. Yeah, Lol. exactly. Lol. <laughs> Lol, you're a captain. Oh, man. He reviewed all recent contact with people because apparently he's forgotten that he literally just talked to a pickpocket. Mm. As he checked his pockets and he paled as, his, as he realized that his breast pocket was empty. His compass was gone. He's lost all direction in life. There were times where Alex was just completely impressed with how awesome he was. Now, this sounds appropriate of a 15-year-old boy. <laughs> Clever, handsome, and fearless, he was just utterly satisfied with himself. This, however, was not one of those times. A stranger had just outwitted him. A thief, low-skill pickpocket, and most embarrassing of all, a girl. Ugh. Anyways, 
They're going to fall in love, aren't they? And then I can tell that I wrote this because there's another sentence. What could he say? He was a cloud. He was, <laughs> he was a cloud. <laughs> what could he say? He was a crowd pleaser at heart. Me. <laughs> oh, man. So next time you feel bad about being part of the rubber duck committee, just remember that I wrote this. And it was within the last three years. And then apparently <laughs> well, so the were experience these. was so traumatic that I just blocked it from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> this next one. Title. Law and Order Bug. Bug is all caps. Description. Something really bad went down at the soccer shack. Our forensic <laughs> team investigates. They really wonder what the heck is going on since they are speech and debate people. I don't even understand what that's supposed to mean. That is like the most confusing thing I've ever heard. Besides, why is it called Law and Order? Why is it called Law and Order Bug? And why is the description so vague? Bug. Except our investigation team is speech and debate people. Something bad went down at the soccer shack. Yep. Doesn't that (laughs) describe something really bad? Oh. Doesn't that describe literally every time anyone goes in the soccer shack? Yeah. For context, everyone, for the last few years, we have live streamed all of our soccer games. And in order to do so, we have to stick whomever is the unfortunate soul who has to switch into this tiny, wooden, flea-ridden, super hot, creaky, falling down thing called the soccer shack. I just read the next one. It is completely unethical. Man on the street interviews. Description. Let's ask some great questions, get some great answers, and then change the questions to make you look stupid. And we can make you say anything through the magic of editing. Oh my goodness. That's illegal. And that, friends, is why you do not sign model releases if random people film you without your initial consent. Oh dear. I don't even understand this one. This one doesn't even have a title. It just says, the video editor is actually death. Named... (laughs) Named Dragon Fist Editor. Huh? Chris and Cam argue about the TV studio. We got a great rate. Too bad they're tearing it down. We'll end up outside. I don't understand any of this. I love that it always comes back to death. Yeah. The video editor is actually death. Named Dragon Fist Editor. These seem like two separate ideas. They do. I don't. And then even... what does the TV studio have to do with any of it? I don't know. Let's look at the next one. Title. Really bad impressions. Description. Give us your best impression of someone famous. Yeah, you kind of suck at that. (laughs) Don't we all? I think a lot of these ideas are ideas they came up with before I got involved, and I am very story-oriented, and these guys were not all that (laughs) great at coming up with stories. If any of you guys are listening, you know who you are, and I'm sorry. Roasted! I hope I carried on well without you. Yeah, forget calling this episode our bad ideas. This is really just everyone else's bad ideas. Us roasting everyone except ourselves. Well, but, but I take... we're roasting the aerial scavengers, but yeah. they deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I take responsibility for this show, so I guess I, I chose yeah, your to name not is do on these. It. Yeah. Ah, title, Stupid Superhero Powers. Oh, Lord. Description, what's your superpower? Hmm, that's kind of dumb and probably dangerous. <laughs> and it's probably death. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Don't joke about death, guys. Uh, I would never. Title, viewer mail. Description, so we don't actually have any, so we made these up. What? 
That's it. So we don't actually have any, so we made these up. We would. I don't know what that means. Viewer mail. Oh, like mail from viewers. Yeah, well, but, yeah. Okay, so if we don't have any viewers, then we make it up. I didn't okay. realize you weren't tracking that. I was not. <laughs> I was like, viewer mail? What mail are we viewing? What? <laughs> and this one, title, we're a famous YouTube channel. What will you give us for free? Oh, my goodness. Description, what can we get? Who will give it to us? What? What is in the description? I just wonder, like, how many times you can fit what into one idea description before you just run out of steam. And apparently the limit is three. Oh, my gosh. Title. Weird foreign kid. <gasps> no. Description. There's this weird foreign guy. Where is he from? That, why are all of these written the exact same? It continues. Probably not from this planet, actually. Oh, dear. <laughs> Psych, it's an alien story. Probably still just as racist. Honestly. But yeah, it looks like it's probably the same three guys that dumped all these ideas. Although some of them were mine. Two or three of them. The going around asking professors questions, making them look like real people. That was my idea. And the, the narrating over old sports footage was my idea too. True. Unfortunately for me, I've been using Google Drive for a very long time. So... But fortunately for us, it's just a gold mine of things like Captain Alex. <laughs> He's a cloud. Captain Whoa. Alex the cloud. Alex Lowell. Captain Alex. Al Al Alex Lowell. <laughs> Captain Alex Lowell. Well, our bad ideas definitely don't end there, but that was a lot of them. And hey, if you are a creator out there and you have ideas that you think are bad... It's okay. You can just set it aside, trash it with the other trash, and you, you gotta have a few bad ideas to come up with some good ones. You know, True just that. process of elimination, seeing, oh wait, this is this is not good. I need to come up with a better idea, and then you make a better rendition of it, or just come up with a completely new idea. Not all ideas are good, and maybe even if you're lucky, like half of it is probably gonna be good. For me, yeah. I don't even know how many of my stuff is actually come to fruition maybe like 25% of it and not all of those ideas were mine but I definitely had a few out there that were just bad and and we have talked about plenty of our bad ideas before in our unfinished projects episode yeah those were some projects that we had to just stop because they were not good some of some of them that was the reason that or they naturally petered out and then we can look back now and be thankful they did <laughs> thank you peter thanks peter we appreciate you the nature of creativity definitely is one with a low success rate in terms of how many projects that you're gonna finish that you're going to share with the world, that you're going to feel like it's perfect, whatnot, whatnot. Yeah, and don't feel pressured to do something perfectly. You should create because you want to create, not because you feel obligated to. And I think once you get to the point where you feel like you have to put something out there, like you're talking about how you're having burnout from all this original music that you're needing to write for other people, like that, that happens. So you should oh, yeah. find the time to just create things for yourself, for the intrinsic value, just for fun. Because I think you can start to get burned out really easily when you start doing it for other people and it's not on your terms. So even if you are a creator, 
creative, putting stuff out there for other people, making a living out of it, that is great. I admire the hustle, but also I think it's important to find some time to do stuff for yourself. And that'll kind of keep the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creative juices, that is. And if you have any terrible ideas that you'd like to share with us, we would love to see yours and Maybe that just comes from a selfish desire to feel slightly better about our own bad ideas. Yeah, but we all suck, so yeah. Yeah, we're all the worst. So join us in our moment of self-reflection here. You can share your work with us through Instagram, hit us up via stories or DM or something like that. And you can find us there at Rachel HNH and at Curie underscore Jones. And don't forget to check out our website, postprodpod.com. And you can follow us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a good rating and a comment. And we will see you next week. With that, this has been the Post-Production Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye! Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's.